it's Marley from the Energy Boutique with your energy and ascension forecast for Sunday, November 13th to Saturday, November 19th. So last week, we had our full moon total lunar eclipse in Taurus on the 8th, of course, trying to close the door on this eclipse season that we've been in. And yep, we were rocked. We were shook up. We can thank Uranus's little involvement in that particular moon event for the wild card energy, for the level ups, for the timeline jumps, for the unexpected opportunities, for the, I'm going to say, shakiness that many of us felt in our realities and under our feet. And we, of course, are experiencing the 11th day of the 11th month, according to the modern day calendar, as I'm coming to you live Friday evening, which some would say is a very lucky number, a lucky day. Now, many of you know how I feel about this quote unquote 1111 portal. It's not exactly a portal. We are not in alignment with anything out in the cosmos. Doesn't mean that numerology isn't a thing. And of course, whatever you set your intention on, whatever you believe in is actually true. It is your reality. So if you feel magical here today, I would be shocked because we have some pretty tough astrology happening here today that is kind of adding a weight on us, a little bit of an exhaustion, a little bit of depletion, a little bit of a negative narrative. Uh, I feel like we're low on physical energy, but our inner realms are just depending off that red line with anxiety, with nervousness, with fears, with doubts, the whole shebang, maybe even excitement. However, that excitement carries a very heavy weight and that weight is very much contributed to the sun squaring Saturn right now. Saturn usually pumps the brakes, puts a little bit of a tough love life lesson on us, bitch slaps us with reality just a tad. But Saturn is also the Lord of Karma. So if we kind, kind of rise above some of those emotions that may be coming up in us and focus on the magic that every day has to hold for us when we're able to visualize and articulate the reality that we want to jump into. And many of us are going to receive a huge amount of energy here today, mostly due to the astrology. But again, you can throw that 1111 number in there if it makes you feel all that more magical. So what do we got going on this week? Well, you may be very happy to hear that it is the last full week of Scorpio season. We will have, of course, a couple of tailed days in the next coming weeks where we're going to wrap up those final degrees in that Scorpio energy. Um, we have Venus on the move this week, moving out of that Scorpio energy into Sagittarius energy. So if you didn't listen to the November energy forecast, you can go ahead, take a listen. And I kind of lay out what we can expect from all the astro events for this month and go into a little bit more detail on what Venus's little journey into Sagittarius is going to all be about but I'll give you the summarized version. The final days of Venus being in the Scorpio energy is going to be our rebirth, our resurrection, our renewal, our regeneration. That's what Scorpio energy is all about. We jump into the Scorpio energy. We go all the way to the bottom of the barrel of our shadow selves. We spend Scorpio season 
peeling back the layers of our fears, our doubts, our insecurities, our pain, our trauma. And when we kind of drop those weights, we're able to rise to the surface of the water. And when we rise to the surface of the water, we're, we're basically exhausted. We're scared for our lives. We're running out of air in our lungs. We hit that surface of the water. We gasp. We breathe new, fresh air into our lungs. There's hope. There's rejuvenation. There's renewal. There is a rebirth. We are grateful for the experiences that we just had as hard as hell as they may be. And now we're swimming our asses to that dry land. We have a great big grand picture now of what those lessons were, what they have kind of positioned us to do from here. And then we jump into the Sagittarius energy that is the light at the end of the dark tunnel that is Scorpio season. Venus, of course, she's doing her empowerment story. She's really been kind of tapping into the dark feminine energy over this past week, I would say, especially where she was the ruler of this full moon, total lunar eclipse in Taurus, which by the way, we will not have another total lunar eclipse until 2025, which means that whatever we're doing right now, this is the cycle. This is the storyline. This is the soul contract that we will be kind of playing out until a new cycle begins for us in 2025. Whole different topic and theme. I'm going to do a little bit of an extended forecast here for the beginning of the year where we cover some of the highs and lows of the next couple of years. But just know that the eclipse energy is very key, very important to what it is that we are all going through in the collective. And we are essentially locking in what we will be bringing to life. Because again, Taurus energy, creation, birth, bringing to life. Now that we've had some death, damage, destruction, Scorpio energy, to clear the space for us. Now we're starting fresh. We're starting new. We're resurrecting ourselves. We're rebirthing ourselves. We are recreating the foundation of our reality. So Venus moving into Sag, it is going to feel nice. It is the fire energy that is going to dry us off from this very deep, dark swim that we just did in Scorpio season. And even more than that, Sagittarius energy gives us a greater, grander picture on what it is that we want, we need, we desire, that we're being inspired and motivated and determined to pursue. And we're, we're initiating a lot of cycles here. That fire energy is also action. It's initiation. We get reignited once again. And of course, Sagittarius energy ruled over by Jupiter who is very optimistic, very confident. He's like our cheerleader, right? He's all about growth. He wants to push us to be our best selves. He's all about expansion, just wants to, us to open up our head and our heart space to new opportunities, new choices, new options. He is shifting our belief system, not only within ourselves, but within the greater, grander plan of the cosmos as well. And when we move into Sag energy, we're definitely going to get that pep back in our step. We're definitely going to be seeing the bigger, brighter picture. We are going to be more optimistic. We're going to hopefully have more energy. And of course, in uh, about a couple weeks time, we will also have Jupiter going direct out of his retrograde in Piscean energy, though. And of course, we're going to get a redo mid December. 
when we re-enter into Aries energy. And you may be having flashbacks to May when Jupiter first moved into Aries on what it is that we were trying to grow and improve and bring to life and pursue that really didn't get off to the best start. We're going to get a redo. Um, but we have a little bit of work to do before that happens. Again, getting ahead of myself, taking you into December when we have a lot to deal with here in November. So Venus moves into Sag 16th, also on the 16th, very coincidentally, if you believe in coincidences, which I don't. We also have the last quarter moon in Leo taking place at 24 degrees. So what I find interesting about this, you know, when we look at the monthly lunar cycle, for those of you that are subscribed to the moon guide, you know, we look at the stage of manifesting. Um, for those of you on Patreon, we dive into uh, what each of these energies are for manifesting, what cycle we're in, what degree it's taking place in, because those are all significant factors on what it is that we're supposed to kind of being experiencing, learning, you know, understanding all of those things. So the last quarter moon actually takes us back to the new moon that we had in Scorpio. And the last quarter moon is always where we bring things like full circle. And I got to say, even more than this, just because of the stage that we're in with ascension, with the state of consciousness, with the astrology, I feel like this is going to be a total review from the Lionsgate portal that, of course, took place in August in Leo season on the 8th of the 8th month. So that Lionsgate portal, super jam-packed portal, it's usually a choice point for us. It's usually a timeline jump for us. The reason why I say that this is going to be more significant than just reflecting back on the new moon in Scorpio, that of course was the eclipse energy that we're still kind of sitting in. Um, why I say that is because we just jumped timelines with eclipse energy. And the last time we had an opportunity to jump timelines was around the 8 portal, the Lionsgate portal. And, you know, we have a couple of significant markers in the run of every year, in the run of every calendar, in the run of every astrological configuration that we are looking at moving into each year and seeing the opportunities to grow and to advance and to jump timelines. This is one of them. And if you are on my Patreon, we had a discussion earlier here today about the blackout on the Schumann residence and where the green grid is kind of overwhelming when we're expecting to see those blasts of white and yellow energies, where we've been seeing this green because we've reached a new level of frequency, vibration, and consciousness here on Earth. And therefore, we're not seeing the kind of registered energy blasts that we've been used to for the past two years. We've almost reached a new level. Now this is our, our foundation, our normal basis, if you will. And to see all the grids lining up in this beautiful pattern does kind of look like we're holding the energetic grid down. It looks like we are rewriting the matrix. It looks like we are breaking the foundation of the DNA, the light codes in our DNA. And of course, green is healing. So we are doing an amazing job of restructuring, rebirthing, recreating. And when we talk about those topics and themes, we're very much still talking about Scorpio energy that, of course, the sun, 
that rules over Leo is still in until, you know, the 22nd, we're still very much in Scorpio energy. And the sun that rules over this Leo energy still very much in Scorpio energy. So he's shining a bright light on what it is that we've changed, what's transformed, what has died, what has been reborn since the 8-8 portal. So I see that as being a energetic packed day as well. And then the next day on the 17th, we have Mercury, ruler of the mental plane, ruler of information, ruler of communication, coming out of Scorpio energy again, thank goodness, had a lot of dark, dark thoughts, a lot of dark, dark thoughts in Scorpio energy. And the same kind of thing rings true with Sag energy is like it is the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, You know, when Mercury moves into Sag, that's when we have big ideas, big thoughts, big ways of expressing ourselves, big ways of communicating our inner realm to the outer realm. We're seeing the big picture. We're seeing details of the big picture that we weren't able to see before. You always hear me talk about a breakdown before the breakthrough. Well, Scorpio energy is the breakdown. Sagittarius energy is the breakthrough. And because we just went through this death, rebirth and regeneration, this transformation energy in Scorpio, that changes us on an emotional and a psychic and an energetic, a soul level, right? Because that's where the change has to happen first. And then we're going to align with our headspace, right? We got to get the heart space, the headspace, the soul space all on the same page before we can engage the physical body to take action, to start making moves in our external realm to help us rearrange our exterior realities to look a little bit more like the dream and the vision, the aha moments that we've been having within us. And so the Sag energy brings this fire, brings passion, brings spirit back. Many of us, right? When you go through the dark night of the soul, man, (laughs) when you go through the dark night of the soul, you don't ever think that you're ever going to have a spark back in your eyes or in your heart. We just... We think we're going to be numb and just this stone-like version of ourselves forever until just one day something is more beautiful than you've ever seen it be before. Or you start laughing and you haven't laughed that way in such a long time that it brings your spirit back. Or you're so inspired or moved or excited. Something happens. Something shifts on that emotional soul level that brings the spark, the spirit back into our physical bodies. It animates us once again. And that's what we have to look forward to when all of these inner planets, these personal planets start moving into the Sag energy. I, for one, even as a Scorpio, I always look forward to Sag season. It's a nice pick me up. It's a nice recalibration. It's very inspiring. You know, we're seeing the big picture. We're feeling a little bit better. It is always just a very, very positive time. And of course, we could use some positivity this day and age. So that's what we have to look forward to this week. So before I jump into the ascension symptoms for this week and for this energy and for these shifts, I just want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for spending your time and your energy with us here in the chat listening to this video, commenting, sharing, liking, just leaving your energetic soul fingerprint on this particular information. 
It means that we're getting all on the same page. We're focused on the same things. We're trying to get our vibrations and frequencies all aligned with one another because there is a power that comes with numbers. And that's why I am very sure to say, you know, the number 1111 is very important. Just my, my issue with it is when you say portal, it actually speaks of an alignment of some sort. And if we're talking about alignment, we're talking about astrology or astronomy for that matter, there is no alignment taking place here today. Yes, it is fun that, you know, we're seeing 1111 in the calendar, especially with the year 2022. There's a lot of power in repeating numbers. And for that reason, sure, 1111 is magical, but I wish we could stop calling it a portal because it is not. Anyways, I digress. Um, I want to thank you for being here and for interacting and just for spending your time, spending your energy here with us. I want to also thank you for jumping over to my Patreon, showing me the love and support over there. It is greatly appreciated. Love the one-on-one ability over there and to interact in conversations and post some different content and have have you actually received the notification and actually see my posts? Amazing. Who would have ever thunk? Anyways, I want to thank you for that as well. And I also want to thank you guys uh, for your patience over this past week or so. As many of you know, I gave myself a little bit of a break. I went on vacation, had some much needed family time, and I tried my best to pre-schedule and pre-record and get as much done as I possibly could so I didn't have to try and incorporate what I do every day, um, you know, into being on the road and traveling and being in strange places. However, my procrastinate NAS did not fulfill that mission. So you may have noticed that my forecasts have been a little bit later being published than normal and that my posts aren't as frequent and that I just was out of my OCD structured routine and timeline And that was definitely due to being out of my element and on vacation. So I want to thank you for that. I also want to thank you for your patience with the changes in my voice. Believe it or not, this is actually an ascension symptom. Um, And that's what I'm going to use to bridge the way into the ascension symptoms right now. Because I've had a lot of people reach out to me this week specifically and ask how I'm feeling. And I love that y'all care so much to even ask me how I'm feeling. That's so amazing. I thank you so much for that. But a lot of the times my answer is, you know, feeling good, feeling great. I don't really have a whole lot of ascension symptoms. Um, I've spent the last 12 years working on myself, doing the shadow work, doing the chakra work, doing vibrational frequency healing work, doing the psychological work, the physical work. I've been doing the work, right? It's been over a decade. So to be quite honest with you, I don't have the severe ascension symptoms um, like most people do. And that doesn't mean that I don't have empathy for y'all, because trust me, those first 12 years, man, they were they were tough. Um, but for the most part, I, I, I go unscathed. However, whether you want to blame it on me talking more, just being on vacation, the air changing allergies, whatever the case may be, you can pinpoint it to anything that you want. The matter of fact is, is that 
I truly believe that the voice issue that I'm having, which is raspiness in my voice, struggling to talk, I have dryness, soreness in the back of my throat. A lot of that is connected to the sinuses, creating a lot more congestion than normal. Um, there's, there's a lot of energy coming in. And yes, granted, we could blame it on, you know, different events and traveling and all that kind of stuff. However, that's just our intellect trying to make excuses for something that is unexplainable. And in some cases, un like just unfathomable, really. Sometimes when you talk about these energy symptoms, you're like, are you crazy? Are you sure? Like, are you making this up in your head? Is this real? Now, I just want to remind you, it is 100% real. It is a real thing. You are not crazy. You are actually experiencing the physical discomfort from the energetic ascension process. What does that mean? It means that you're triggered, you're activated, you're here to help raise the vibration and frequency of consciousness. How do we do that? We deal with our emotions, we deal with the heavy emotions, we try to process it, integrate it, we try to just work with it instead of run from it and feed it. We're choosing to be light beings and to do better and to choose ourselves and love and respect and unity. We do this every day and some days is very challenging, but what you are feeling is very, very real. What I am feeling is very, very real. And my throat is absolutely killing me. Now I want to use this as a little bit of an example on how yeah, we can make excuses for ourselves and come up with, you know, physical reasons on why we're feeling the way that we do, even though we know that it's energetically triggered. Um, when I had my quote unquote near death experience. I say quote unquote because it wasn't near death. I was dead for over four minutes. So that's, you know, pretty past near in my opinion, but I don't know what else to call it. So it is what it is. But when I went through my near death experience, um, I was in surgery, my airways collapsed and they removed the tube, the intubation tube. They tried to resuscitate me. They tried to put the tube back in, couldn't get it in. My airways had collapsed and my veins had collapsed. They were having a hard time getting air to me. I did flatline. That's why, you know, I say that it wasn't a near-death experience. I went all the way there, got the t-shirt, came all the way back. But anywho, they had stripped my vocal cords and I was in a coma for over a week, almost two weeks. And I couldn't speak when I woke up and it took me a long time to be able to speak. And they were so damaged that I don't even sound like I did pre-death experience. Um, it ultimately changed the vibration and the frequency of my voice, which I think is an interesting concept, seeing as I woke up with all these gifts and a mission in order to spread knowledge and help people ascend and navigate the energies and so on and so forth. Um, but it took a lot in order for me to be able to speak again, amongst other things, couldn't walk, had to learn how to do that, the whole shebang. Anyways, I digress. The point that I'm trying to make here is that as a truth speaker, as somebody that has a message, as somebody that has a position, I think, um, where I am supposed to be communicating, it is no coincidence that I struggle with my voice. Just as, you know, seers usually lose their sight, um, channelers usually end up with head conditions, brain tumors, whatever the case may be. 
there's a lot of truth in the fact that your greatest gift is also your greatest weakness. And for me, it's been my voice. And I struggle every day with my voice. I can't record too much. That's why I don't take on too many uh, reading readings with, you know, more clients, because it's not that I can't do it. It's that my voice can't do it. So um, I know that the energy is peaking because, well, first of all, there's a lot of aspects of my own personal chart that are being activated, uh, where the voice, where frequency, where messages, where communication, where all of that stuff is changing. And there's also indications in my chart that I'm about to level up in a different format um, with my communication style, with the audience that I'm able to reach, with the knowledge that I'm able to share. And every single time that I know that I'm about to prepare and, and kind of like jump up in roles and responsibilities, I always seem to have issues with my voice. So I just wanted to thank you for being patient and, and struggling through some of these uh, recordings and forecasts when my voice, you know, is testing me. But this is definitely um, an ascension symptom a lot of this is because, first of all, Mercury, who rules over communication, is in Scorpio energy. And we just like to keep our mouths shut, to be honest with you. But we have a lot going in, a lot going on inside that we should be actually getting on outside. And we hold a lot back, whether we know it or not, could be an unconscious thing. Um, but the throat is where we speak our truth. And many of us have been in a dark pit, literally just dying by ourselves in isolation and we don't feel seen and we don't feel heard and we don't feel acknowledged and we don't even feel like a human being sometimes. But now we're crawling our asses out of this dark pit and there's a part of us that wants to like warrior cry scream as we are doing this. And that is also the dark feminine energy that's coming to the surface now that Venus is kind of nearing her end her time in the darkness and the shadows of Scorpio energy. And, and this is where we're at. We, there's a lot of tension in our throats and I can feel it and I can hear it. And I'm sure that, um, in some way or another, uh, you're feeling it too, whether it feels like there's a lump in your throat, whether it feels like you have to clear your throat. Like I said, maybe it's dry, maybe it's sore. Um, you know, maybe you're, you're having to, cough something up out of your lungs, like it's all connected. And, you know, the phlegm is a little bit much because we have a whole lot of congestions in our bodies. We have to consider that Scorpio energy is a water energy. We've been deep diving for the last month, right? Barely even coming up for air. And that has a lot of pressure on our chests. We've probably taken on water. I know that many of us doing some crying fits that feels like we should be getting the water out. However, we are waterlogged. And with that phlegm comes a significant um, urgency to get it out of our bodies. And that may be why you might be experiencing a, a funk, a film in your mouth as well. You know, when you have a sore throat or a dry throat or allergies or your sinuses are acting up. I mean, those are all common things in order to trigger and activate this funkiness, this film, your teeth wearing little sweaters. Um, but again, it's all being triggered and activated by energy as well. Um, you might be having dry, burning lips, sore lips. That's all part and parcel of having this much pressure kind of built up in this particular areas of our bodies. 
And, you know, the eye issues are still connecting the dots. You know, when you look at the physical body system, your ears, your eyes, your nose, your sinuses, your throat, like they're all connected. Um, especially if your lymphatic system is all backed up and you're not doing regular lymphatic massage, massages, like the fluid, the congestion is getting slow and stagnant in your body. And that's why it's so important to, you know, really take care of all of the systems in our bodies that most people aren't even aware of exist. That is the detox. You know, we got to get the lymphatic system moving regularly because it carries the toxins out of our body. And, you know, where you're feeling the discomfort in your physical body is where the energy is being trapped for moving through the meridians, the electromagnetic channels in your body. And that's why we have uncomfortable times. That's why we're in pain. That's why we just feel like we're dying. But the eye issues have been a little bit extreme. We're still kind of having the blurriness. Um, floaties are definitely a thing. The crusties are a thing. Having dry, itchy eyes where you're like constantly squinting, but yet runny eyes at the same time that just don't stop with the tears. Like it's bizarre and it's extreme. And when we talk about extremes, we talk about Scorpio season because Scorpio season is all about extremes. And when we talk about the eyes, our reality is changing. Our energetic reality is, is, is changing. Our physical reality is changing. And our eyes are having a hard time computing the changes that we're currently, you know, looking at and seeing. And it can be a very difficult time. And therefore, we manifest physical symptoms such as crusties and allergies and everything else in order for us in our consciousness, our awareness in this 3D reality to say, hmm, something going on with my eyes, hoping that our higher selves will ask the questions to dive deeper and say, okay, so what's happening, you know, what's happening energetically, what's happening subconsciously, because they're all connected. And our physical body is the last indicator that we get when there's something wrong in our energetic field. And that's why the ascension symptoms can be so difficult and so painful sometimes, because it's not our physical bodies that actually have the dysfunction, although in some cases that they do, it's just that we've missed the message multiple times previous to the ailments popping off in our energetic and emotional field. So, you know, those eye issues are likely going to continue until we start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, which we will see a very faint light. When Venus jumps into Sag, and then, you know, we're going to have Mercury jump into Sag. That's really going to help us out and make the light a little bit brighter. But when the sun moves out of Scorpio season and into Sag season the week after, that is when our eyes are going to be burning out of our heads. That's when we're going to see very big and clear past the burning, the big picture that all of this pain, all of this trauma, all this shadow work is basically building us up to. This is the brand new aha moment, the brand new, you know, bright light that is coming on to shine upon the path, the direction that we're about to take. But right now, our eyes are still having a hard time adjusting um, to what it is that we are seeing uh, physically, energetically, and spiritually. And 
I want to talk about the exhaustion. Now, many of us are like, when is the exhaustion going to be over? Like I had mentioned earlier, Saturn and the sun are in a square right now, which depletes our energy and kind of blocks us physically. Um, So we have that going on. We are still in a time of non-action as we are under the eclipse energies where the universe and our higher selves are in the driver's seat, not us, not our consciousness. Um, And let me just remind you, death, that's one thing. Death is painful. Death is exhausting birth? You want to talk about birth? Oh my goodness. You finally get to the point where you don't think you can push anymore, where you don't have the energy, but guess what? You got no choice. You really got to hunker down and give it one last squeeze. It is exhausting to give birth. And we're about to give birth to our brand new selves, our brand new reality. And we're at the last push people. We're at the last push. So it's okay to feel exhausted. It's actually normal to feel exhausted right now. When we get that spark, that fire back with that Sag energy, trust me, we're going to be balls to the walls 100% forward. And you're going to wish that you had a little bit of time to slow down a little bit. We're going to be making up for some lost time in a very, very short amount of time. And that's going to be exhausting on a different level. But we will feel an energetic shift compared to what it is that we're feeling right now. That's where the regenerative energy kicks in of the Scorpio energy. And of course, the the further in these degrees that we get in Scorpio season, and the closer we get to Sag season is when the rebirth actually happens. That's the last leg of the race. So I want to talk about the fact that Okay, so you're on an elevator, right? And then the elevator's going. But do you know when the elevator stops at your desired level and it's and you walk out but you still feel like you're on the elevator? So that is what I call the elevator flutters and the elevator syndrome. So that's the best analogy that I can give you. You could be walking in your kitchen, walking outdoors, doesn't matter, and all of a sudden it feels like your reality just become an elevator. Now, if you're having that sensation, what I want you to realize is this is how the energetic grid of our current realm and consciousness gets elevated and quantum leaps into a new timeline. It's literally we are leveling up and it's a recalibration of the quote unquote grid matrix that we live in. But when we raise our vibration and frequency, the grid, the construct that we operate in here in this matrix changes as well. And that elevator syndrome that we get just out of nowhere, that is us leveling up and trying to anchor in the new levels of energy, vibration, frequency and consciousness that we just jumped into. It can create flutters, dizziness, it can trigger nausea, It can trigger excitement, anticipation. Some people like elevator rides. Some people don't. Um, Of course, this is like coming in with dizziness, maybe, maybe swirling, maybe your ears check out, high pitch ringing. You can't really listen to anything going on around you. Everything's kind of wonky. It will ground in those moments. You want to do a grounding practice, like connecting to your five senses. What can you see? What can you smell? What can you taste? What can you hear? What can you touch? And you just kind of bring your energy back in and root it and ground it into the here and now. If you need to literally just sit down wherever it is that you're at, sit down if that makes you feel better. If you can run your hands under cold water or put a cold cloth on the back of your neck, do that, that will ground you out. That's like an emergency grounding situation. So just know that like we're going through it. This is a roller coaster ride. 
that you have never been on before. We've never been on this. We've, this is like, we are guinea pigs on this new roller coaster ride that nobody has ever been on for. And, and we're, we're going through it and we're taking notes on the good parts, the bad parts, the ugly parts, the good, you know, just the whole ride. And right now this elevator syndrome is a very wonky sensation that we get at this particular point in the roller coaster ride. So with that, of course, it's disorienting, right? We're hella confused. We don't know what's going on. But with that comes a sense of, I'm going to say threat or danger, because we don't know what to expect. There's anxiousness, there's anticipation, there's excitement, there's fear, there's doubts, there's insecurities, there's all kinds of stuff. And what we're getting in our physical body is rapid thoughts, and also rapid heartbeat. That's our, our throat. That's basically our heart chakra and our throat chakra coming together, right? Because you meet in the throat chakra. If you put your hand on your head, put your hand on your heart and you creep them towards each other, you meet in the middle of the mouth. That's where your truth comes out. That's where vibration and frequency comes out. That's your energetic signature coming out of your physical form. That's what makes you powerful in this world, in this realm of existence is your words, is your um, vibration and frequency that you're able to make out of your physical body. Again, that's why I'm having throat issues. That's why I'm having voice issues, because I'm essentially leveling up and changing my vibration, my energetic signature here in this realm. This is this is why I get it. I understand it on many levels. There's just not a whole lot you can do to prevent the level ups and the physical symptoms that we get when we go through the level ups. So, you know, the the head is Mercury, the heart is Venus. And this past week, we had Venus and Mercury equally battling out fighting for the spotlight, fighting for the greatest change of our thoughts, of our perception, of our understanding, of our ideas, of the way that we express ourselves, and the way we feel, the way we stand in our truth, the way that we honor ourselves, the way we express ourselves. And this week, we have Venus on the move, we have Mercury on the move, and they're both coming out of this dark, dank-ass, regenerative rebirthing water of Scorpio. And we're standing in the light of the possibilities that we didn't consider until we just went through this very transformative process that the Scorpio season and the Scorpio energy just put on us. So we are going to have, you know, a lot of thoughts, rapid thoughts, rapid ideas, too many windows open. And we're going to have Again, more heart activations, racing heart, skipping beat, a lot of pain, a lot of tension on the chest, you know, use tapping. EFT is a great thing. Just tap, 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 tap away, tap through the stress, tap through the anxiety, connect with your heart space, tell yourself words of affirmation. You are safe. You are grounded. You are stable, right? Tap, tap, tap until the moment passes. This is how we deal with energy. This is energy medicine. So... We have to kind of expect that we're going to have a total shift, uh, especially around the 16th when Venus first jumps into Sag energy, you know, the last quarter moon in Leo, which is the heart chakra anyways, and then Mercury follows suit, dives into the fiery energy of Sag. So what's going to happen next? Well, where are we going? Where do we want to go? What do we want to focus on? What are we learning? We should be getting hints and clues. Um, what I would like to say to you is, is, are you looking, are you open to seeing the signs 
because the signs are coming at us, right? The signs are everywhere. And if you take a look, I know we've been talking about how the sun hasn't been the same sun and how the moon is kind of wonky and not in the right spot and just questionable. And I know we briefly talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but like the clouds, okay? The clouds like are, are speaking to us and just a little bit earlier before I, I sat down to record this, I was trying to soothe my throat uh, with a hot bevy out back and it's relatively warm here, oddly warm for, for this month, for this season. It was beautiful. And I was sitting out back and sitting in the sun and just trying to take it all in. And there was like these, these weird clouds that were forming around the sun. And then this half rainbow that appeared, which is weird because there's no, you know, water. And it only lit up a certain section of the clouds and the clouds. I've always been a cloud watcher anyways. Like I can see faces and shapes and, you know, messages in the clouds. I, I don't know that every, everybody has that uh, similar experience, but I do. Um, but like the clouds are speaking to us. So if you're not somebody that is constantly looking up at the sky at the sun, at the moon, at the clouds, you need to be. And even at night, the stars, like, did you know that the stars are actually moving? Like, they move, okay? I was lucky enough being on vacation to see a shooting star. Now, it was beautiful. It almost seemed like something had been pre-planned for me to arrive there and to have this magical time and, and then see this shooting star, but I'm telling you, I've always been someone that is more obsessed with the, the sky above than the actual situation here on Earth. And I'm telling you, a lot of the communication coming from other intelligence, other realms, other dimensions is coming at us through the sky. And I need you to pay attention a little bit more diligently to the sky and the changes and what you notice and just being open to the weirdness that has been taking place in this particular, I'm going to say chapter of the great awakening. So with that, have you been hearing different frequencies, different pitches? I'm going to give you an example, because sometimes people are like waiting for voices and stuff. It doesn't have to be like that. I think people think that things need to be like super, super natural in order for them to be special. doesn't have to be the case at all. Um, so I can hear my refrigerator humming at a different frequency than what it normally does. And I thought it was broken. And I'm like, you know, sticking my hand in the freezer and trying to squish, squish the stuff in the freezer to see if it's thawing out and opening the fridge and seeing if, you know, if it's still cold and like, what is going on here? Cause it's never sounded like this. And then I sat here and I realized that I could hear the electricity coming out of my lamp. And now I I've been hearing electricity pretty much for the last 12 years. So I'm no, no stranger to this, but what I'm saying is, is that when we jump timelines, when we level up, when our vibrations and frequencies go up, puts us in a different realm of the spectrum of what our human bodies are able to pick up on. Our human bodies, we only see a fraction of the light spectrum with our eyes. We only hear a fraction of the sound spectrum with our ears. You know, like when we level up, it's almost like we're able to be more observant to different levels of electricity 
and we are electrical beings. So it would only make sense that when we reach a new level of frequency and vibration that, you know, the appliances around us, if you will, if they're on the same vibration frequency, well, we don't hear them anymore. But the ones that are on a higher vibration frequency or ones that aren't compatible with our current vibration and frequency, suddenly they will start to sound weird to us. And that is exactly what's happening with my refrigerator driving me nuts um, because I'm not used to it. But I know I'm going through this upgrade. I know I'm going through a level up. I know that I'm jumping a timeline right now. So when weird stuff like this happens, I'm just like, oh, okay indicator that I actually made the jump. I made the move. Um, you know, if you didn't, if you, if, if you didn't trust the Schumann resonance and you didn't trust the reality changing and you didn't trust your dream state and you didn't trust your thoughts and feelings, you can trust on the, uh, the sounds, the, the environment that you're in and how it's constantly changing to let you know that guess what? The sound has been there all along. You just haven't been on the right frequency to hear it. And that's what we get out in the world today. We get, you know, you can, you can be awake and you can be standing next to a person that isn't awake and you can scream your truth as loud and as close to their face as you want. And they will see right through you. They don't understand you. It's like you're speaking a different language it's because they're not on the right vibration and frequency to hear you. And that's called consciousness. And that's why if you're not awake thus far, forget about them doesn't matter. They'll continue to live in a low vibrational 3D realm. We're going to move on and move up where, you know, refrigerators hum at a different frequency and vibration than what it was that you are used to. And that's what I'm currently dealing with. So I want to know, are you guys feeling the same things? Are your senses heightened? Are you picking up on different sounds? Are you seeing different things? I want to know, have you been receiving the signs, the validations, the markers in your own life that something has changed, something has shifted, something is different? I want to know. Because there's a lot of paranormal activity going on, a lot of supernatural things, if you will. And that is just merely because we've leveled up. The higher we get in frequencies, the more we're able to see, the more we're able to hear, the more we're able to feel. And we get to interact with different forms of consciousness and intelligence that are out there just waiting for us to get on the right vibration and frequency to even know that they're in existence. And that's what this ascension process essentially is. So with that being said, um, other than the stomach issues, and again, let me just tell you, <laughs> we're always going to have stomach issues. Why is that? Well, because there's more nerves in our stomach than anywhere else in our body. And why does that matter? Well, because the, our nervous system is our internal compass. And the emotions that we feel that get triggered by our nervous system is our compass that we need to follow in order to get on the right path for our physical bodies to align with the energetic path that our souls kind of pre wrote for us. It's all connected. And so our stomach, we're always going to have stomach issues. But to make matters even more complicated, we are nearing the end of Scorpio season. Scorpio season rules over uh, the lower realm, if you will. Pluto rules over the lower chakra. 
Um, the lower chakra is about survival. It's where pain and trauma and survival energies are stored. That's why it's the hardest chakra to heal. And Scorpio energy sets up in the lower chakras and also rules over the sexual organs as well. And one of the downsides, one of the cons, if you will, of Scorpio energy is that we just have a hard time letting shit go. And I say shit in a literal term as well, because we tend to hold on to the toxic stuff in our physical bodies in Scorpio season. That is unconscious, emotional crud that we just have a hard time letting go of in so many different ways. And so what I will say to you is that the stomach and the bowel issue is definitely still going to continue. And I want with every single time that you have a bubble guts that you have a stabbing pain, that you have a cramp, that you have an awareness that there's a lot of pain and pressure in that particular area of your body, I want you to stop and I want you to ask yourself, what is it that I'm holding on to? What am I having a hard time letting go of? These are the questions that we need to bring into our awareness and do the deep dive into our emotions, into our thoughts, into our subconscious mind and see if we can make a connection. The minute that you can make a connection from your subtle energy body to your physical body is the minute that we can remove the energy blockage because half the problem of why it exists is because we're unaware of it. That is alive and well in our unconscious selves. The minute we can shine a bright light on it and bring it into our awareness we can do something about it. And so we have to be asking ourselves the deep seated questions on why, what is my body trying to tell me? What is this message? What am I having a hard time dealing with in my inner realm? And how is it manifesting in my physical body? So guys, I think that's all that I have for you this week. I hope that those, you know, messages resonated on some level. I hope that the symptoms, I hope you're not experiencing too many of them, but if you are, just know that you're not batshit crazy and that there's a whole lot of us going through the same thing. Um, again, my the whole point of and purpose of this channel, my whole mission is to make sure that A, you don't feel alone and B, you don't think you're cray cray, okay? So if I can accomplish those two things in each and every forecast, then I am doing my job and I am doing it well. And I want to thank you all so much for being here and for witnessing that. I want to thank you for your time, for your energy, for your love. I want to thank you for showing up for yourself. And I also want to thank you for showing up for me. Your presence, your energy, your love is greatly appreciated. And I could not be prouder of the great, fantastic, supportive and strong energy that each and every single one of us are pouring into this community. We are doing some beautiful work here. I know you might feel like you're doing it alone, but trust me, you can always come back to these videos and just read through the comments and know that you are not alone. We're all going through it. We're going to grow through what it is that we're going through. And we are almost out of the deep end. So thank you guys so much for the love. Thank you for being here. I hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.